ABC Listen. Hello, 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 my friends. It's Ruby here, and you are listening to News Time. Hello, Ruby. Hello, Ruby. This week, it's National Science Week. So today, we are pulling on our lab coats and talking science. First up, we'll find out which animal Aussies love listening to the most. And we'll meet some scientists with an invention that's bringing clean water to the world. We'll get right up close to some stinky seaweed and float through outer space in search of a missing spacecraft. After that, it'll be time to head back down to planet Earth for... Wow of the Week! Yes, that's the story guaranteed to make you say, whoa. What do you think? Are you ready? Let's go. Story number five. Happy National Science Week. It's Australia's annual celebration of science and technology. So, first things first. What does a scientist do? They experiment and make new discoveries. New things and things that have always been real, but we're just figured out. My mum's a scientist, so I want to be one too. That's brilliant. And you're right, there's lots of different kinds of science and lots of different types of scientists. This year, the theme for Science Week is innovation, powering future industries. Innovation means finding new and better ways of doing things. And industries are all the different kinds of businesses and sectors that contribute to our world and our economy. Powering future industries could mean using inventions like computers and robots and 3D printers and satellites, any kind of technology, to improve the way we do things. I'd make an invention for cats so when they purr, they can help heal people. A time machine. I'd go back in time to see what it was like in the past. Hmm, good ideas. Some people celebrate National Science Week by going on excursions to hear scientists speak at special events. Here at the ABC, we asked people a question. What's your favourite Australian animal sound? So, how about you? Do you have a favourite? Yes, a possum. Ringtail possum. A dingo. Oh, oh! Oh, oh! Nice one. There are so many great animal noises, but there can only be one winner. And it's just been announced. This is hot off the press, folks. Australia's favourite animal sound is... The magpie. So, next time you hear a warbling magpie, maybe you'll be reminded of all the amazing things we can learn and enjoy through science. Story number four. You've probably heard about how important it is to drink enough water. Because we need to stay, um, keep hydrated to survive. Because without water you get really dehydrated and constipated. Mm-hmm. 
in some places around the world, like in rural areas in the country Cambodia, people don't have access to clean drinking water. In fact, about 2 billion people around the world are in that boat. Oh no! One way to kill the bacteria and viruses and microorganisms in unsafe water is to leave it out in the sun. UV from the sun's rays can kill some of the nasties. But it can't just be left out there for a minute or two. The water needs to be exposed to sunlight for the right amount of time. And that is where the Butson family from Wollongong in New South Wales comes in. They are a family of scientists and inventors. And one of their recent inventions is a sticker that can help people know whether water is okay to drink. Wow! It works like this. You take one of these special pink stickers, slap it on a water bottle and leave it out in the sun. When the bottle's been in the sun long enough to kill bacteria and viruses, the sticker turns to black. Then it's A-OK to take a swig. I think that's very smart. It's a really good invention and I think it's going to save a lot of lives. A simple solution making a big impact. Great work, Butson family. Story number three. If you've ever been for a stroll along the beach, you might have spotted some seaweed washed onto the sand by the rolling waves. It looks green and slimy and it smells salty and it's very slippery and slimy. Recently, a group of artists in South Australia has been paying very close attention to the seaweed at their local beaches. They're collecting it, studying it, and creating artworks that show the seaweed from different angles. Whoa! I think it looks really, really beautiful. These artists are making some gorgeous stuff. It's all part of something called the Hold Fast Art Project, which is about helping people understand the natural world that's all around us. The artists work with citizen scientists. They're people who help out professional scientists by collecting data. They examine the seaweed using microscopes and then use the art to highlight what makes each species of seaweed unique. The project is also helping revive Indigenous knowledge about the different uses of seaweed, including the different ways you can eat it. That is amazing! Boandig elder Uncle Ken Jones says his people thrived by living off the land. They used seaweed as herbs and spices to make meat like fish and kangaroo and emu taste better. Lots of good stuff. The people involved in this project want seaweed to be seen as more than just something you step over on your way to the water at the beach. It's an important part of the ecosystem and it's worth taking a closer look at. The project is a good reminder to take a little bit more notice of those everyday things we might not usually pay attention to. Driftwood, sand, rocks, sea stars, lots of um, sea creatures. Exactly. Story number two. The Voyager 2 is a spacecraft that's been hurtling through outer space 
for 46 years. It's used by NASA, which is the United States of America's space agency, to explore the outer part of our solar system. Stars, planets, rocks that are weird? Yep, planets, space rocks and more. NASA sends messages to the Voyager 2 and the spacecraft sends messages back. We've learnt a lot from it as it's whizzed past Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune and beyond. But a couple of weeks ago, scientists made a mistake. They sent a command that turned the antenna of this spacecraft away from planet Earth. That meant the spacecraft couldn't receive signals or communicate with scientists here on Earth. And that meant we weren't sure exactly where the spacecraft even was. Yikes. It was floating all alone in deep space. Not very good. You're right. These scientists were worried. But after weeks of searching, planning and hard work, they managed to send another command to the spacecraft, telling it to point its antenna back towards Earth. It was a risky move, but it worked. They re-established contact, and that means they can communicate with it again. It just goes to show that anyone can make a mistake, even NASA scientists. You can learn from your mistakes and don't worry. You're okay. You can fix it. Exactly. The most important thing is what you do after you make a mistake, how you learn from it. And with that, it's time for... Wow of the Week. This story made me go wow because all the humans are different and we are really smart in our own ways and we can create a lot of cool things. Okay, remind me, what do plants need to grow? They need sun, water, soil, oxygen. Lots of water and sunshine. Spot on. But sometimes it's hard to know just how much sun or water to give a plant. People might forget to water a plant or leave it in the shade for too long. If only a plant could tell you when it was thirsty... They would say, Oh, it's too hot here. Can you give me some water? Well, now they can. Whoa. Well, sort of. Four students from the Australian National University in Canberra have been working together to create something called a smart plant pot. They named it Francesco. Francesco has an animated face on a screen on one of its sides. When the plant is healthy and well cared for, the face looks happy. At night time, when plants are less active, just like us humans, the face looks sleepy. Wow! Francesco has sensors that monitor things like how wet the soil is, how much sun it's getting, and the plant's electrical signals. The electrical signals that plants emit are similar to the ones in the nerves of our human bodies. Francesco has special wires that monitor them, and the face animations on the screen let his humans know how he's going. 
scientists are geniuses and I don't have any idea how they could possibly make that. It's incredible. It's pretty cool. The inventors, Jasper, Michelle, Brinda and Rebecca, created Francesco the plant pot because sometimes they forgot to take care of their houseplants. By giving their plants a face and a voice, they're hoping their invention will remind people that plants are living things that deserve our care and attention. And that is it, my friends. Our countdown done and dusted for another week. Thanks for joining me on this special science episode of Newstime. Thank you, Ruby. You are very welcome. And don't forget, do the Newstime quiz. The questions are in the show notes. Bye, Ruby. See you later. Or, as they say in Indonesian, Selamat tinggal. Newstime is an ABC Kids Listen podcast. For other awesome podcasts to play, music to move to and stories and soundtracks for sleep, download the ABC Kids Listen app. It's free from your app store.